Hey guys, welcome to Drinks and Kinks. Welcome back to those of you who have been with us. Welcome to our new friends. I am here with the coolest cat in town, Bird. Hi, it's your girl. We are so glad to be back at Drinks and Kinks. Uh, we always start with an ASF. That's our introduction. It's your age, your sex, and your fuckery. So who are you? How old are you? How do you identify? And who are you doing? Hello, I'm Bird. I'm 39. I'm she, her, and I'm heteroflexible. Fantastic. I am Grant. I'm 31. I'm he, him, and I am a bisexual verse. Everybody has holes and they all need fill in some more than others. Some more often than others. (laughs) The other part of our introduction that we love to do is we're telling you what drink we're consuming today. And today's beverage is brought to you completely by Bird. Oh, I am the mastermind behind this one. But it goes along with our theme for the last couple of episodes. So we are sticking with some blueberry. However, (laughs) I read the label wrong. It's Huckleberry by Blue Lee, and my amazing brain decided to scramble that up. It was Blueberry. It said Blueberry in my head, I swear. Right. So it's supposed to be a Blueberry lemonade, but it's a Huckleberry lemonade, so close enough. Spectacular. So what is the Blueberry theme? We had Blueberry muffin beer. Yes, you did. And then there was the Blue. Blueberry seltzer. Yes. And now we have Blueberry lemonade. Yes. And so this vodka is, who did you say the brand was? Blue Lee? Blue Lee. I'm reaching, oh, okay. So Bird's going to tell us where this Blue Lee is from. I've never heard of them. This is an American Huckleberry flavored vodka. Uh, It says, I'm your Huckleberry, which is the cutest thing in the whole world. It's made from the finest Idaho russet potatoes. Love it. Uh, It's bottled in Idaho. Oh. Rigby, Idaho. Distilled from potatoes. Murka. Murka. Merca. It's and it's delicious. So blue. It's very good. Maybe it says ice. Blue ice. Ooh, might be blue ice. You know what? I bet it says blueberry. It's fine. As it turns out, I might not be able to read uh, as well as I thought I would have. Okay. They don't have it printed anywhere else on here that would (laughs) make it really clear. So if you ever go to Rigby, Idaho, you can find this Huckleberry. (laughs) That's so good. Blue. Look for the label that says. Blue. Look at this. Tell me, if, am I crazy? You know what? I see why you say blue ice or blue it's Lee? Lee. I think it's ice, but it definitely looks like Lee. Yeah. I write in cursive all the time, and that is how I would do the way that they did their I is how I do my L's. Yeah. So blue ice. And it really doesn't say anywhere else. No, on here. I, yeah. That is look for the blue something. <laughs> American huckleberry flavored vodka. It's, it's close enough. It's not blueberry. It's 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 a day. It's, it's a day for drinking. How about that? Grant, cheers. We love our blues. Oh, <laughs> unless it's blue balls. Absolutely. Come here, bird. <laughs> wow, that's delicious. Bird had to step away from her mic so she could come over and cheers me because we're sitting on opposite sides of a table. <laughs> Um. Yeah, it's very good. good. She's she is a champion for this drink. I am. That's, <sighs> I'm glad we did this one. This is nice. It's very Light, good. easy drinking. This is definitely like a summertime kind of drink, and um, yeah, it's also very easy to drink. Absolutely, and those drinks are phenomenal. I mean, we're recording right now in winter, but it's a great summer drink. Yeah, Huckleberry Lemonade is just nails it spot on. So, bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Someone had a date. I did. I had a date and it was a really good one. Ready? Go. <laughs> okay. So I had a date with Hunter. I forgot that's what we call him, yeah. but it's so appropriate. <laughs> um, okay. I got to. <clears throat> we went to our cheese place. <gasps> Excellent choice. Yeah. We were going to go to the quiet place, but. Were they it, closed? Yeah. They were closed on Tuesdays. So we went to the cheese place instead. I totally forgot. Yeah. And um, I was dressed as nicely as I possibly could. I was given, not the instructions, but. Um, the suggestion to wear heels. However, it's a little cold for what I would normally wear with heels, which is sure. like a nice little dress or something, a skirt. So I went with shredded jeans, black shredded jeans, and then a little sexy halter top, little crop halter top. Woman. I know. And then paired it with my little tight jacket that I wear. Oh. And I was definitely a regional 10. I, you're a regional LA, 10 in what you're wearing. I was an LA 9 and a regional 10 Spectacular. in this outfit. I was hot. Nice. Felt real good. <laughs> That's a great feeling. <laughs> it was so good. My hair was perfect. My makeup was perfect. It was perfect. Um, he was running a little late, which gave me a little extra time. Absolutely. Oh, I loved it. Like I met my match in terms of I'm running a little bit late. Oh, shit has happened and I'm not going to make it on time. I'm like, yes. Oh, thank goodness. You're not a person that really needs to be on a time schedule or has to be on time. So For sure. already off to a really great start. And I walk in this door and I see him from across the room and just watching his face like light up was amazing. Aww. Yeah. Gross. So, yeah, it was super cute. <laughs> So we sat and had a really nice dinner. Conversation flows really easy with him. He's so easy to talk to. We talked about so much stuff. Love that. Yes. Um, we got a bottle of wine nice. and had that. And then we had opted to go back to his vehicle and make out like teenagers in the back seat. Which you love. Which I adore. So when he suggested that, I was all for it. So he found a little place where we could go park. It was a church parking lot. Sure. <laughs> it was a church parking lot. Because we both have religious trauma. And this is our way of reclaiming that. Absolutely. I follow him over there. And he pops the trunk of his van. <laughs> it's the sweetest thing. It's laid out really nice. Blankets, pillows, flowers, he a stuffy. Had a set up. He had a whole setup and it was perfect. Cute. Yeah. It was super adorable. Uh so yeah. Then we just rolled around for, I don't know, an hour and a half or so and made out Good and Lord. Yeah, it was super fun. It was really hot. That's <laughs> spectacular. That's oh love that for you. Thanks. That's yeah, and then he went home because he had been out super early that morning. They'd gone off on a family trip or whatever, sure. and so he came back home and got to hang out with his wife and tell her all the details, and she was so excited she got to celebrate with him. That's lovely. Yeah, and then um, we've done quite a bit of talking since then, and so our next date is next week. I'm going out with what him again. I think technically we're dating. Kind of sounds like it. Yeah. Like, I don't... I... Yeah. I don't want to not date him. You don't say. <laughs> Every time she mentions this boy, <laughs> she turns into a 16-year-old uh -huh. that just got her driver's license. 
and can drive over to the cute boy's house. Yeah, I can't tell you how much like giggling and laughing I did in the back of this van. It was just like being a kid again. That's such a fun feeling though. Yeah, so there's my dating update. Wow. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Happy for you. Thanks. That's and he is. He's he's a sweet guy. Yeah. He's he's very very friendly, very very sweet. Mm. Yeah. What an experience. Yeah. He's really great about the communication too, about like what to expect. So he told me in advance, I have something planned for this like makeout session or whatever. And I hope it's okay with you, but here's kind of what I have going on. Are you interested in doing X, Y, and Z? And I'm like, yeah, oh my gosh, I love that. Thanks for letting me know ahead of time instead of surprising me in the moment. And then I feel awkward and obligated to go through with things. It gave me time to process. And then I was even more on board by the time that time came around to do it. It's fun. That's first of all so lovely. Mm-hmm. So that's pre-negotiating a scene. Yeah. Really? Yes, it is. Ugh. That's so wonderful. I had so much fun. Well, there's a shock. <laughs> I know. So you guys are gonna meet up again next so week. So we're gonna meet up again next week. Great. Look forward to hearing that one too. I know. That'll be that'll be good. So we had a conversation too about what this is because I don't know if I had any expectations going into this, especially when we first met him, when you and I met him. I didn't know that there was going to be something that was going to come out of this. I was just like, oh, he's kind of cute. And then when I saw him at that party, I was like, hmm, he's really cute. That's I'm glad that he's here. We'll see how this goes. And then talking to him, I realized that this has potential to not only just be like a potential date, it has the potential to be a dating situation and a doming situation. Lovely. His kinks align with my kinks. Lovely. I don't think that there's a whole lot that we've run into yet that he's really, really into and I'm not, or vice versa, that I'm really, really into and he's not. So this leaves us a lot of space to have a relationship and a dynamic as well. So we'll we'll see how that goes too. Mm. He's a rigger. Obviously. Obviously. So I'm looking forward to potentially being a bunny for him. Okay. If you ever happen to be out of commission, I volunteer as tribute. Mm. I'll let him know. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Don't know that it'll do anything for him, but it'd be great for me. <laughs> Yay, me. Yay, you. <laughs> wow, how exciting. I know. Thanks. Ugh. Grant, do you have an He's update for us this week? No. Okay, fair. Um, things are going good with Cute Boy. Things are going really, really well with Cute Boy. Good. Um, we've had some really lovely conversation. We're not quite dating like I would like for us to be. We see each other all the time. Yeah. Let me rephrase that. We're dating in that we spend a ton of time together, often. I think part of that is because he doesn't have a lot of friends around here where we live. Okay. He moved here in COVID. Oh, okay. Because his mother lived here. So he moved here with his now ex-husband. Post-COVID, his mother moved. And during that time... I think it was during that time husband became ex-husband. Oh, yeah. Um, And ex-husband has moved. He is still here, but because he moved here in COVID, what kind of an opportunity do you really have to make friends go out? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He has a couple of friends here. So I think one reason why he and I hang out as much as we do is because I am one of his friends. And according to him, I'm one of his really good friends. We have a lot in common. We really enjoy hanging out. I think he likes me. He better like me. I'm pretty sure he does. I think he does. I like to think he does. Yeah. And I like him. I have not been shy in letting him know all of that. Good. We're just not... He still refers to me as his friend. 
which I still refer to him as my friend until anything is like established. You know or what? Solidified. Do you feel that there's a pressure to put a title on it? No. Okay. I really don't. And it's comfortable where you guys are at? I like it. Good. I like it. I like. I think it's because of my type A personality that I like titles. Because mm-hmm. I like to categorize things. I like to put things in boxes. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't treat my other friends the way that I treat him. Yes. So there is some differentiation between just a friend and this sort of friends with benefits kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But the friends with benefits is there's a lot of affection and care there. More than friends with benefits. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's an interesting navigation. I feel like you're practicing some relationship anarchy right now. It feels like it, and I don't know that I enjoy it. Because <laughs> I have thought about that recently. Yeah. And in fact, last night, so he doesn't cook. He doesn't work in the kitchen. He'll do dishes and whatever, but he doesn't make his own food. Okay. He goes out to eat every day. Oh. He only eats once a day, which is why he's as thin as he is. You could use him to as a javelin. <laughs> but he doesn't make food. Okay. I think the sexiest room in the house is the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, lots to be said for oh. what goes on in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I go over to his house every so often and I make us dinner and it's a lot of fun. So I went over last night and I made us dinner and I told him, cause I've told you off pod, there is no reason that we should work out as well as we do mm-hmm. in terms of our likes and dislikes. We really don't have a whole lot in common. We align pretty well politically and we have similar dark humors. Which I love. And that yeah. And that's it. We like to drink and we like to eat. Yeah. And yet the chemistry is good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I don't like when I'm not with him. No. It's just very completing, which is so gross. No. But I told him last night, there is no reason that we should work out as well as we do. I don't think. And he kind of fought against that and did the whole, no, of course we can be really good friends because we have the dark humor and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't want to hear really good friends. Yeah, exactly. But whatever. But it was it was reassuring to hear him talk that way. Yeah. Which I didn't think I needed. It's not that I needed it. Just felt good to hear it. Yes. Because I'm happy where we are. Yeah. I wouldn't mind moving things in another direction, but I'm happy where we are. And at least it's confirming that it's not backsliding. Correct. Yeah. We are not heading in the wrong direction. Yes. Things are still just as sweet. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. I like that he and I are having some of these more in-depth conversations. It doesn't feel shallow. Good. Yeah. So we'll we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Things are going really well. It's been what, 3 weeks now? 4 Oh god. 6 7 weeks. It's been yeah, it's been a lot longer than you think it has. Yeah, we're we're getting real close to almost 2 months. Uh-huh. Good lord. Mhm. And again, not that that relationship anarchy, you don't have to be dating for 2 months before you throw a title on there. There doesn't need to be a title. Yep. It's just that my relationship with my other friends is different from this one. Yes. So he leaves me with questions. He leaves me wondering, which I love. One of the episodes, Bird doesn't know this yet, but one of the episodes that we're going to get ready to release sooner rather than later is what what our 
sexualities were or are. So that's going to be fun. In that episode, I'd really like for Bird to talk about her demisexuality <gasps> and what that means. Oh my God, yes. And then I'm going to turn it and I'm going to talk about my sapiosexuality. Oh my God. And what that means. So it's going to be kind of a little more get to know us. And what does that look like for us? So that when you all decide that you are horrendously attracted to me and Bird. Yes, obviously. You know how to woo us. <laughs> and we'll be here for it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So that's that's kind of my week update. Not anything super exciting. Just It's just been nice. Good. It's just been very nice. Sometimes it's nice to stay away from chaos too. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't say we stayed away from chaos. <laughs> you and I talked last Sunday uh-huh. about how. So I'll I'll throw this story out there. So the first couple I was ever with ended roughly. It didn't go very well. It was great at the time, but then there was a falling out. Ah, uh, yes, yes. That was about, God, a year, almost 18 months ago. Mm-hmm. And just recently, one of the partners from from that couple reached out to me. And so we were able to make amends, not this past week, but the week prior. So you were in a thruple. Mm-hmm. Were you with both of them or mm-hmm. you were, okay. So we so were in the bed together. Both. Okay. Yeah. And. A true triad. A Yes. Okay. They, at that point, they weren't seeing anybody else but me. And I wasn't seeing anybody else but them. A closed triad. Yes. Okay. And it was lovely. It was a really, really good time until it wasn't a good time. Mm -hmm. And there was miscommunications. There was hurt feelings. Things went sour. You had a breakup. Had a breakup. And so 18 months later, here we are. And one of the couple reached out and it was just supposed to be a here we have these last things of yours. You can come get them. I went over. We had conversation. We were able to start making amends. The other partner came home. So I got to apologize for my part with both of them individually. I got to talk to them one-on-one. And it was really good. And since then, I have been over to the house um, and talked with one of the partners. The other was working. Everybody's on the up and up. Everybody knows what's going on. There's nothing fishy. Good. Nothing sexual going on. It's just hanging out, getting to reinstate friendships. So I had told Bird once upon a time that I wanted to get to a place of at least friendly acquaintanceship with these folks, and we are working towards building a friendship again. Yeah, you're mending things. We are, which is so important because we have a number of shared friends, and it kind of became a dividing, I became a dividing issue. And so I'm hoping that we can start working on rebuilding that community. So that was a very, very positive thing that that just recently happened. I want to put the clapping sound over this. We sure can. Yeah. Like a like a. Do we still have that button on there? I don't know how to get to it. Oh my gosh, which one is it? <laughs> we found it. Yeah. Thank you. Amends have been made. So proud of Ladies you. Ladies and gentlemen. Beautiful job. Thank you. I'd like to, oh, I've always wanted to do this. You're just going to have to bear with me. I'd like to thank the Academy. I'd like to thank Bird for being the best co-host ever. Thank you. Thank you. They really need like red carpet music as one of the buttons on these switchboards. We'd we never do get so much with that. We would never get anything done. No, no, we, we wouldn't. Sure wouldn't. Oh my God. We're talking about voyeurs today. 
Get it, girl! Yeah! (laughs) Oh, no. Okay, let's do this. So, our kink of the week. Okay, hold on. I had to reset our board, (laughs) just in case. So, normally we do a kink of the week, and we're going to talk about voyeurism. So, the last two episodes, the first one we talked about porn. Yep. um, And watching porn, what sorts of pornography there are. Last episode, we talked about exhibitionism. So from the perspective of a porn star, a porn performer, somebody who likes to show off, that is exhibitionism. Today, we're going to talk about voyeurism. So somebody who gets off by watching. Be that porn or live action stuff. Exactly. What have you. But what we're going to do is we're going to, because I asked Bird, what kind of defining factors separate voyeurism from cuckolding. Ah, uh, yes. Because cuckolding is a person sitting there watching sex happen. It's a form of voyeurism. It, it is a form of voyeurism, but it's a can be and is often seen as a degradation of the person that's watching. Yes. So we're going to do two kinks of the week. Yes. So in that gorgeous Kate Sloan 101 kinky things, even you can do. We're going to do the voyeurism one, which is kink number five. And basically what Kate says is, I'm just going to read this first sentence. Voyeurism is the act of watching people, typically those engaged in private activities such as sex or bathing, for sexual gratification. So that can be watching porn. Mm -hmm. That can be watching your partner get it on with somebody else. Yep. And I know, Bird, you mentioned this earlier. When you go to kink parties or play parties, yes, it's a voyeur's wet dream. It's pardon a, the yeah. pun. It's a voyeur's paradise for sure. Why? Because you can watch and that's acceptable in that space. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, we talked last week about in the exhibitionism, people like flashers that just show up, flash everybody and whatever, and it's non-consenting. Yes. Not everybody wants to be a voyeur. You don't have to watch. You don't have to watch. So. You don't have to watch if you're at a play party. Correct. Yes. You you can. But this is, that's the environment that does well for people who like to be exhibitionists. Yeah. Who like to go and put on a show for other people to watch. Pick me. And the ones that want to watch that stuff happen. It's the perfect environment for it, honestly. Exactly. So. If you watch porn, congrats, you're a voyeur and you've managed to accomplish one of the 101 kinky things you can do. So I'm going to read the try this. And I'm pretty sure most people do this anyway, and it's just very subconscious. Watch porn while imagining that you are hiding somewhere in the room with the people on screen, spying on them while they have sex. Mm. Even this subtle mindset shift may substantially change how you experience the video. Nice. Now, I will also say, while voyeurs typically are watching the thing you can be eavesdropping on sex i love listening to my roommates get it on oh my god yes it just i just get so happy for them yeah it it doesn't turn me on per se mostly because i know them but it's it's like i get so happy that they're having sex yes it just warms me heart i have an ex-girlfriend that i used to wingman for my first poly relationship right and when she would when we would successfully hook a guy home and bring him home for her, I used to love listening to them 
do it Ugh. in the room next door. That was my favorite. It's just good. Yeah. You're like, like, oh, we did that. We did it. We did the thing. And you can hear them having a good time. And you're yeah. like, oh, I'm so happy for I you. I loved it. Yeah. So I was a voyeur in my own way. Absolutely. Because it's really hot sometimes. I sure can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ask your partner if you can watch them while they masturbate. Depending on your voyeuristic tastes, you may prefer to do this while hiding, such as in a closet or behind a piece of furniture, and pretending they don't know you're there. Not only will this give you a sneaky thrill, it could also teach you more about your partner's likes and where they like to be touched. Oh, that's fun. And if you get the consent of your partner, don't tell them and just, hey, someday if you're jerking off, can I I watch you? Yeah. You're not going to know that I'm watching you, but can I watch you? Would you give a signal for that? Kind of like, remember how we talked about for CNC? Mm. How cute boy was like, hey, while I'm asleep, do this thing. And I suggested the no panties rule. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, that would be good. You could put like a hair tie or a scarf or a tie or something on the door handle. Yep. And be like, session in progress, but you're welcome to come in. Exactly. Something like that. Or you like can that. watch through the crack in the door. That would be, that would be great. Yeah. That's a really good one. Ooh, then it's consensual. Then it's consensual. Love that. That's a great option. Lastly, visit a sex club, fetish party, swingers club, or bathhouse, either by yourself or with a partner, and watch the sexiness unfold around you. Just remember that voyeurism is participation, so it's best to get people's permissions before watching their scene. And of course, going to places like kink parties, strip shows, that is all consensual. Oh, strip club is a voyeuristic thing, isn't it? Sure is. Well, well, well. Sure is. Bird took took me to my first one. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we don't go on Thursdays. Thursdays are the slow days, and that's not the best performances to watch. However, we still had a really good time. We still had a really good time. We sure did. But that was the same day that we closed down two other bars. So (laughs) everything was going to be a good time at that point. Was that the birth of the podcast that day? Pretty much, yeah. 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 We're like, you know what? Let's let's do this. We'll just have to. Yeah. Yeah. So then we're also going to talk about cuckolding really fast, which happens to be kink number 65 in this book. What Kate says on this one is, in a kink context, cuckolding is the act of consensually having sex with someone other than your partner, sometimes right in front of your partner. Most depictions of cuckolding show a woman doing it to a man, but anyone of any gender can participate in cuckolding. When a man cuckolds a woman, it's sometimes called cuckqueening. That's me. What? <laughs> that's, that's me. <laughs> Continue. No, no, no. No, no. Go on. I identify as uh, not so much as a cuck queen, so much as I do a vixen. And I've noticed that there is a differentiation between being a vixen and a cuck queen or a stag and a cuck or a cuckold. Sure. When you cuckold or cuck queen, it's oftentimes the degradation that goes along with it. Right. Like you're too small for me to want to fuck. So I'm going to fuck this big boy over here and you're going to watch. Yeah. You're going to watch how big he is and how much better he is at it. Right. That's more of the cuck kind of thing versus stag and vixen like to watch and encourage their partner to do those things Mm. and sometimes will participate, but not always. It's almost like the person watching the observer, if they're dominant, they will be encouraging like that. Yeah. Ride that dick or whatever. Yeah. Versus the sub is going to be sitting in the chair 
being degraded. Yeah, a little bit. But I mean, that kind of flexes a little bit sure. too, because even though I identify as a sub, I'm still like, yes, please. I love the idea of Absolutely. my partner doing someone else. And like, maybe there is a little bit of degradation that kind of goes along with that. Like just a little bit mm-hmm. of that zing. Yeah. But I think that it mostly is watching someone else get pleasured by the person that pleasures me on a regular basis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that presents an interesting perspective because one of the other things that Kate says in here is some people like the cuckolding because, like you said, you can see your partner work from different angles. It's like live action porn. Exactly. Yeah. There was a guy I was talking to. We went on a couple of dates and he told me flat out that he wanted to sit in the corner of my room while another dude and I had sex. Oh, yes. And I was like, wait, really? And he goes, yeah, it's it's live porn. Yeah. Like I can sit there, but I can't touch. Yeah. And you're right there. I was like, that's kind of hot. Yeah. It's super hot. But it's, <laughs> it's so hot. he would be there. In a stag uh-huh. mentality. Yep. So he doesn't want to be shamed or belittled mm-hmm. or whatever. He degraded. just wants to. He wants a front row seat to the to the action, which is funny because in one perspective it's funny because he and I have never had sex. We've gotten to like second base or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the kids say these days. Yeah. But we've we've never actually had sex, so I don't know what exactly he would get out of it, other than it's a live action scene yeah. happening right in front of him. Because it's not like he could sit there and be like, oh, this is how you look from behind or whatever. This is, the, oh, that's what happens when you put, mm-hmm. there's none of that because he's not done any of that. Yeah, but I think that there's a lot of imagination that goes along with that too. Absolutely. There's so much sort of role playing that you could do in your head. You could even tell a story to yourself while watching someone else. And even though you guys don't have that connection, he could kind of say to himself, that's my husband right there doing that to someone else. And I'm watching and I have to sit here and watch that. He can build the scene in his head. He can build the scene in his head and make it anything that he wants to. I think it's beautiful. It's it's such a an interesting idea. It's so customizable. It it really <laughs> is. It really is. And of of course with your partner and of course there are lots of conversations that have to happen with your partner. You can't just be like, "Hey, by the way, I want you to watch me have sex with this person." Mm-hmm. If you haven't had that conversation, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. You you really have to work up to it. However, and- I love the communication. Telling your partner, like, I think it would be really fun if you were to watch me do this with someone else. What would you think about that? Or the other way around, I would love to see you with someone else. Exactly. Yeah. There is a huge conversation that has to happen. Yeah. I had a friend many years ago that he was kind of one of the first people that I knew that had an open relationship slash marriage and was polyamorous. Mm Mm-hmm. His reasoning for opening his marriage was his wife liked to get very kinky in ways that made him very uncomfortable. So borderline traumatic for him that he was not willing to go to those places. So he said, if you would like to find this with someone else, that's totally fine. However, I'm going to be in the room and I'm going to watch so that. I make sure that nothing happens out of the ordinary and you right. don't get hurt. Because, you're still safe because I'm... Yeah, because what you're asking for is really dangerous. Sure. 
but I still want you to live this out and have these fantasies fulfilled. Absolutely. And so he was sort of in a way a stag Mm -hmm. because he was very supportive of his wife doing it. And in that sense, she gave him his freedom to go and do whatever he needed to. And I think that they, he does a lot of traveling. So she lives on the opposite side of the country and he mostly spends his time on the Pacific Northwest side of the country. Mm -hmm. And so he was able to have another relationship. You know, she knew about his other relationships and he knew what she was up to and they were totally consenting. They were okay with it. Yeah. Everybody was and chill. very supportive. Yeah. So what's interesting, my roommate lets me borrow his sex machine. So it's so lovely. Your fucking machine? Yeah. I'm so jealous. I'm so overdue. Ugh. Anyway, so I took some video and sent it to the guy in my phone known as Booty Call. Oh. He found it hot. And he was like, so when do I get a turn? Meaning doing me, because he doesn't he doesn't bottom. Yeah. And I said, well, my schedule has been really kind of hectic. I don't have to do near as much cleanup or care. Just It's just a go. It's great. My schedule isn't cooperative right now. And he goes, yeah, but I can do X, Y, and Z, and the machine can't. And I said. I mean, true, but. That's, that's true. It really isn't a replacement for an actual penis. But guy, does it work well. Yep. And I I think I was looking at it from his perspective and looking at it from the perspective of what we're talking about. I think I was kind of unintentionally cuckolding him. Yeah, a little bit. Because I wasn't saying that the machine was better than him. Yeah. I wasn't saying that I enjoyed the machine more than him. But what I, what I said to him was that I can make time for this machine. I can't make time for you. I can't make time for you. Well, and he lives, you know, 20 minutes away, 15, 20 minutes away. Yeah. When you, well, when I bought him, there's a lot of cleanup and care. We've talked about this. Mm -hmm. I'm a very anxious individual. I like to be clean. You're a cleanly individual. I sure am. With the toy, I don't have to work quite as hard Mm -hmm. at that. It just, it literally just takes less time. I can ramp the sucker up, get done what I need to get done. He doesn't drive over for five minutes and then leave. It's not a waste of his time. It's not a waste of my time. But I I think I unintentionally did some cuckolding. Yeah, just with a fucking machine instead of another human being. Exactly. Yeah. It made him a voyeur, that's for sure. It did. If he was watching your video. It sure (laughs) did. And he said it was hot. And I have, again, I'm an exhibitionist, Mm -hmm. so... I'll send that video out to whomever. It's, it's on my OnlyFans. <laughs> um, I, got, I got paid for it. <laughs> but had I known I was cucking him, I would have tried to treat it like the kink. Yeah. Of like, well, I will actually make time for this machine. I can't make time for you. Yeah. And done it, treated it more that way. Yeah. Just to see if it does anything for me. Yeah. Or for him. Or for him. Yeah. I think he got a little offended. <laughs> Oh, so he's not a cuck then. He does not like that. He's, he's not, he's not a fan. No, he is. I call him like a quiet alpha. So he likes to take control. He's, he likes to be in control, Mm -hmm. but he's not an overly aggressive or an overly assertive person. Mm -hmm. So he's, he's very much a quiet dom. Yeah. Um, Soft dom, if you will. Not, I don't have to do X, Y, and Z. He just, he doesn't want to be cuckolded. He wants to be the one doing the screwing, yeah. not sitting in the corner. Yeah. Don't so, tease. Just do. Well, he likes the tease <laughs> as long as it ends up in his favor resulting in. Yeah. Yeah. 
one of the things I wanted to mention about uh, the relationship that this person had with his wife mm-hmm. is something that I found super helpful in general. He mentioned that he loved her in the way that she needed to be loved, not the way that he wanted to love her, but in the way that she needed to be loved. Sure. So sometimes the way that we show how we care about someone is not necessarily how we want to receive that. Sure. But in being open to allowing her to fill these fantasies with these more aggressive lovers was beyond what he wanted to do. But he knew that that's how she wanted to be loved. And so he was able to open his mind a little bit more. Sure. So it was more fulfilling for her. It's kind of the difference between if you're receiving language is gifts if it's gifts yeah and my giving language is words of affirmation yep i should learn how to do gifts yes well yeah i can still give you words yep but i need to know how to do gifts yeah yeah it's the compromises that you make for the people that you care about exactly and of course as always you negotiate these things ahead of time and talk and communicate about what is the best way that i can show you that i care about you absolutely yeah absolutely so here are the try this because I found these fascinating, absolutely fascinating. I still don't know if I could do it. Oh, I can't wait because I'm going to do it. (laughs) What is it? Try this. While you're masturbating, imagine that someone you find sexually attractive, a current or former partner, a crush or a celebrity, is having sex with someone else while you're in the room watching. And you're basically you're allowed to touch yourself while it's happening. How does that image make you feel? Hot. How do you really feel? (laughs) For a lower stakes version of cuckolding, masturbate with a sex toy in front of your partner while talking dirty about how much pleasure the toy is giving you and how it satisfies you more than your partner does, even if that isn't true. Oh, interesting. Make sure your partner knows what you're going to do beforehand and consents to it so you don't upset them. Yes, Lastly, if you're not yet ready to invite someone else into your sex life or not interested in doing so, talk dirty about that idea during sex instead. What would that person be doing if they were there? What would that look like? And how would it feel? I have to tell you, I'm going to spill a little bit of senior secrets here. (laughs) I know nothing. I walked in on him jerking off one time and I said, is it okay if I watch you? And he said, yes. And he said, do you want to know what I was thinking about? And I'm like, yep. And he said, I was thinking about watching you suck so-and-so's cock. Oh. And my jaw hit the floor. Wow. And then a few strokes later, he said, and then watching him eat your pussy. And before he could even finish his sentence, he was coming. Oh. Literally the hottest thing. I didn't know that he was into that into that, or even remotely considering that stuff. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I'm in. So, so have you? No, no, we haven't yet. No, not yet. We shall see. This particular person mm-hmm. that he was talking about mm-hmm. is off the market. And I don't know if that person would be into that kind of stuff. It was more sure. of just like that fantasy play. Sure. So fun. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a good time. Okay. Yeah. So that was what sent me down that rabbit hole. And then I started to realize as he started dating other people, I'm like, come back and tell me all your hot stories about how you touch their titties. Mm. Tell me all about it. Tell me the gory details because I want to know because I think it's hot. 
to think of you with someone else. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, but again, it's not him being degrading. Yeah. He's not telling me, oh, you could never live up to this person or, right. you know, oh, I want to think of you sucking that other guy's cock because it's way bigger than mine. It was not anything like no, that. No, he's just it's like. It's just that stag vixen kind of feel to it where it's just like, it's really hot of thinking you, thinking of you with someone else. Because I can see you getting pleasure from an angle that I don't. Yeah. That I'd love to see that look in your eye. Or it kind of goes into that whole, I know how you do this and I think it's really good. And I think it would be really hot to watch you do that to someone else and have them think it's really good too. That's what gets me. That's a, that's a good one. That's what gets me is thinking that senior might be. So proud of your abilities. No. Well, I mean that too, but like. I would be proud of his abilities because I know what he's capable of. But to watch him do that on someone else live in front of me. (sighs) Now, do you think going back to two weeks ago when we talked about porn, would it be a different feeling? Well, we'll ask it this way, but take it how you will. Would your loins feel differently watching senior with somebody versus watching regular porn? Yes. What is that feeling like? Way more intense. Really? Yeah, way, way, way more intense. Even if it's just like a video of them Mm -hmm. and still gives the same effect of watching a porn, I'm more emotionally invested in the person that that is. With your partner. With my partner because I've been where she's been. Sure. And I can almost feel that. So it's way more intense and way more fun. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) What a good time. I know. What a good time. So now that leads me to a question that we didn't really, I didn't think about until earlier today. Yeah. So we've, we've spent some time talking about aftercare and what is aftercare and what are our healthy aftercare practices. Yes. So let's take for a minute that you have the opportunity to watch senior be with someone she's you don't know her but you have the opportunity to watch them live and in person (laughs) in your bed yes okay what would your aftercare look like once that's once they're done this is such a great question i'm gonna need reassurance from him absolutely that he loves me that he's still attracted to me that i'm not you know being replaced or anything um i would probably be so turned on at that point that it would be hard for me to just sit there and not want to participate. And so I would probably want some interaction of some kind with him, with him. So that reconnection, sure. Which I think we've talked about quite a bit, especially with the polyamory stuff Mm -hmm. too. So even just going out on another date or having sex with another person, I'm going to want that reconnection and knowing that he's still interested in me. And that he still cares about me and he still loves right. me. So reassurance through words, reassurance through physical attention, that kind Specifically of stuff. some quality time spent with you. Yeah. Okay. And, and just being reminded in general, like, I love you. I, I love being your husband. I love being with you. Thanks for letting me do that. That was really fun. Letting me know that he had a good time while he was doing sure. it is super important too. Now, if he is, because like we talked about, you do aftercare with your partners. Whatever it is, no matter how the scene ends, there should be aftercare. Yeah. So can you, could you wait for him to finish his aftercare with his 
yes. sex partner. Absolutely. And then you can go and get yours. Yes. And depending on what their care is, what their needs are. Sure. That would all have to be kind of negotiated and talked about beforehand so Absolutely. that I knew what to expect. Yeah. And so, okay, they've finished their scene. They finished having sex. She needs a little bit of attention for the next 15, 20 minutes. Sure. He can also advocate and say, hey, I had a really good time with you. I can only give you 10 minutes of aftercare. I can only provide you with X, Y, and Z of your aftercare. And then I have to go take care of my wife. Sure. Whatever. There's negotiations that happen behind all of that. But yeah, absolutely. Now, would there be, and again, it's all contingent on the negotiations, but what would it look like if that partner asked you for aftercare? If she asked me for aftercare? So let's say part of her aftercare. So she knows that you're going to be watching. Okay. And then she's like, okay, my aftercare is I need cuddles, but I need cuddles from both of you because ah. I don't want Bird to sit there and think that I'm just some whore that's playing with her husband. Okay, And I, I don't want Senior to just chuck me aside. Yes. Okay, so it would depend on my relationship with her. Sure. If it was like a friend of ours or something, then that kind of changes things. However, if it is someone that I don't know, which is probably going to be the scenario, sure. someone that I'm not very attached to, I don't know that I would be willing to provide something like that. And I could very easily say, I'm so sorry, I'm not able to do that for you. Sure. But Senior can give you a little bit of extra whatever. On my behalf or On whatever. On my behalf. Uh, just, you know, know that I'm not thinking of you like that and I can give you some words, but I don't necessarily know that it would be easy for me to provide aftercare to someone that I don't have that kind of connection with. Sure. But that's something for me to consider. So now let's flip the script. Okay. So once upon a time, last episode, I think it was last episode, we talked about, no, it was the um, holiday chaos episode oh, okay. where we were doing the the questionnaires. Yes. And you shared your, your 10 aftercare things. Yep. And I asked you, because your aftercares were you in the submissive role, because you are more sub. Yes. You will occasionally switch and do Dom with senior only. Yes. So now we've brought in a third party. Okay. So it's you and Samuel. You and Samuel are having sex. Okay. And senior is watching. Okay. And I imagine senior would be over there as a stag. Yes. Not as a cuck. But you're still in the sub role because you're 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 still having sex. You're just having sex with somebody else. Samuel is your let's use Hunter. Let's use Hunter. Okay. So Hunter is your dom. Okay. Still you're still in the submissive role. Yes. You're still in the quote unquote bottom role. Yes. So you and you and Hunter finish and do your aftercare. Okay. But you in the sub role have a partner that's been watching. Yes. So how do you aftercare for him? So at that point, I would almost consider Senior to be a dom, and that would be a double doming situation, even though one dom is not directly participating. Sure. And it would still shift me into dom aftercare as well. And okay. so depending on if this was Senior's idea sure. and suggestion and he was really comfortable and really excited about it and like this is what he wanted for his birthday, you know, it may not take precedence over 
my aftercare first. So as a sub, my aftercare would come in. However, I don't know if that would be a really intense enough scene to really need more aftercare from that. Right. I think that it would sort of be a little bit of mutual aftercare and just reassuring each other. Thank you for letting me do that. Thank you for letting me watch. Thank you for letting me be a part of this. Right. That was really special. I, I love you so much. Love that I was able to do that for you. That sort of stuff could kind of tie in at the same time. But I think it might be circumstantial and it may be one of those things that has a lot of flexibility and a lot of negotiation to it. Do you think you would need aftercare from senior if you've already gotten the aftercare from Hunter? Yes. Okay. Yes. Let me revamp my question. Okay. So Hunter's going to provide you very much like a like a physical aftercare. So we had talked about how Hunter is very much a rigger. He yes. likes his ropes. Yep. So it's Hunter's responsibility in terms of aftercare to make sure that you have your lotions and gels and your bandages and whatever as necessary. Yes. And he does your waters and, and snacks or whatever. So he's going to do like a physical aftercare. So wait, is this a situation where Hunter and I are not emotionally engaged with each other or is this Hunter as he is currently? Ooh, let's do a both and. Okay, so if Hunter is just a straight up Dom that I don't have an emotional connection with, that this is a scene that we've been talking about we really want to do, and would you like to help make this fantasy come true for my husband because he really wants to watch, then that becomes a different situation for me and I don't think that I would put any kind of special aftercare on that third party that we're bringing in. So Hunter would no longer be responsible in that situation for aftercare, the way that my relationship aftercare would be with senior. Not even a physical? Not even a physical. I think that that would sort of be negotiated as well. So if there was maybe some intense flogging or something that was physically harmful in some way there would need to be like a little bit of aftercare but I think that that would be negotiated too because maybe that's something that senior wants to you know he whipped you pretty good let me take care of your wounds for you and that can be a reconnection point but it would depend on the circumstances to be honest with you however if it was just straight up sex and Hunter's coming in no emotional relationship with this person he's just here to pound me out and then be on his way yeah then I don't expect any aftercare from him. That would be aftercare with senior for sure. Okay. Okay. But if there is an emotional connection, then that's different. And then I would like a little bit of aftercare from Hunter and then probably some more bonding and reconnection with senior. Sure. Because then I can always follow up with Hunter later on down the road too. That doesn't need to be an immediate thing. However, if it's a disconnected thing, just some random Dom. Tom, Dick, or Harry. Yeah. Bye. Off they go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) It's a lot. I think I can, I mean, obviously everything is scenario based. Yeah. Do you know the person? How well do you know the person? What are the things that you and this person are going to do? Is your, is your normal partner, your life partner, your husband, your wife, whatever, is that individual a cuck or a stag? Yeah. Like how, what's. How does it affect them? Right. What's the scenario? Yeah. Obviously that's all going to be very different. And from person to person. Yeah. It really will. If my partner's in there, even if I'm engaging with somebody who is a friend or whatever, if my partner's in there, I am going to finish with my sex buddy and then I'm going to grab my partner. Yep. That's just how I am because I would never ever do anything like that without my partner's consent. Obviously, yeah. nobody should unless you're into... I, 
Anyway, getting way off topic. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I'm I'm curious as to what that would if any of you, by the by, enjoy cuckolding or cuckweening. Oh yes. Who's on my team? Would love to hear. And what is it that you like about? It? Do you like to watch? Or do you like to be the one to participate? To participate. And if you do like to watch, are you a cuck or a stag or a cuck queen or a vixen? Yeah. Like, are you rooting them on or are you looking for a little bit of degradation? Like, what's, is it the humiliation for you that's hot? What is it? Yeah. I'm so curious. I'm so curious. I know personally, I couldn't do well with the humiliation bit only because words have a really pretty strongly traumatizing effect on me. Yeah. So if ever anybody is angry at me or they say something nasty, I will carry it to my grave. Yeah. Even if that's the scene that's set up, I can't. So like if we go to a kink party, if somebody tells me that they're going to be like calling me a dirty whore or whatever, that's a little different from you can't please me because your dick's too small. Yeah. I don't, first of all, don't talk about my physical appearance. Yeah. Unless you're complimenting. Don't talk about my intelligence. I take those kinds of things really personally. Yeah. If you're going to call me names, fine. Like whatever. I could do the stag thing, like, yeah. put him on his butt. He likes it like that, or yeah. whatever. Yep. Shouting tips from the sideline. Yes. But I, I don't think I could. I couldn't do the degradation side. Yeah. I yeah, I, I'm right there with you. There's maybe a little bit that might be a little bit fun. Sort of the oh, don't you wish that you could do it like this? Or I don't know something. I don't know. There's a little bit that I I would love that little pang of jealousy, just enough to kind of give it like an adrenaline rush. Sure. But again, we've talked about my kink for you do like the confession kink kind of thing. So yeah, that I think might be the only part that I would really enjoy. Yeah. You see how flexible she is. Yeah. Like yeah, you're right. I can't do that. Something like that. Or if it were a like if it were a new position and they were like, oh, I wish I would have tried this with Grant first. Yeah. Then I'd be like, okay, first of all, rude because I'm old and can't bend like that. <laughs> Secondly, noted. <laughs> we'll try that in the future. Yeah. So it's a, I think it's a, it has the potential to be a great way to get some ideas. Yeah. Like in porn. Yeah. But also you just have, I think there's a lot of mental preparation that has to go into it. Yeah, I agree. <sighs> Bird, I'm curious about your last Final thoughts on cucking and voyeurism and really wrap up the three-part series, the the porn, the exhibitionism, the voyeurism, all of it. All of the things. I have enjoyed this topic a lot more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. And I love how that they all sort of tie in together that if you're watching porn, technically, you're a voyeur. Sure are. If you are an exhibitionist, maybe you're the one performing in the porn or you're making your own porn at home. There's a lot of different ways that this could go. Mm -hmm. I think that it is a fun experience. Oh, yeah. One way or another. And um, I love that I have sort of discovered that I am relating to the vixen side of me. I can a thousand percent see that. Yeah. From you. I love that for you. That's that's good. I know we... We just started doing these series conversations, the porn exhibitionism, voyeurism. We're going to do masochism, sadism, sadomasochism. Yes. Like, we're going to start doing these series, and I'm really looking forward to that. 
uh, I'm looking forward to our conversation that's going to happen when we talk about your demisexuality and kind of your separation from that. Yeah, and I can't wait to listen to your sapiosexuality because oh, I don't know a whole lot about that. So I cannot wait. It's it's we got that lots I, on the menu that's going to be fun to talk about. We have so much on the menu, and I don't remember there was something else in the notes that I was going to be like, oh, toys. Oh, I can't wait to do toy talk. That's, I was reading through our notes earlier and I was like, I'm so excited for that. Yeah. After the episode five, where we went to the kink party and we got that lipstick vibrator. Yeah. Ever since then. And I've been on the hunt for a new vibrator because I broke mine. I have it, girl. been, I am so excited to do the toy talk. Fantastic. So I'm going to have to do some research, unfortunately, on just what some good toys actually are. See, and I think, Darn. I think that we would not be in the wrong to do some product testing. Oh, no. And really, if we ever turn this into a business, they can be right off. <laughs> right off into the sunset. Yes. I have to ask you, though. Because I think it was last episode that I told you about those videos. <laughs> so, so last episode, uh, I told Bird about this porn video of this guy yeah. who was fisting himself. And then he used giant gaper toys in his butthole. And then he fed 13 billiard balls, pool balls, into his whole his whole rectum the entire thing the the entire he had an entire pool table minus the table and the triangle well and the cues in his butt and then he proceeded to launch them so i was supposed to send bird those videos so i went home and asked my roommate who found the video originally and he while he was looking for the url to send to me he found a different video of a guy who would put the pool cue the white ball up his up his hole and he would crab walk across the pool table and kind of do like a hip swing and shoot the pool ball out and hit the other balls and he cleared the table he cleared the table he'd call the pocket he scratched a couple of times yeah but he called the po- so i sent that one to bird Saw and that and i sent bird the the other dude who would put the entire set in yeah along with also massive dongs Yes, they are gigantor. At the same time. Terrifying. And then all the way in, and they were they were all in. They were all in. I want your opinion on those videos, Bird. Speechless. <laughs> Speechless. I tried to get Senior to watch them with me, and he was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Ah, <laughs> wuss. Big baby. They were, I, I, I couldn't not look at it. Right. And- to watch that man prolapse his anus in oh, the meantime God. was horrifying, yep. and yet I couldn't stop couldn't watching. Mm-hmm. I had to watch the whole thing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then try to share it with someone else. <laughs> yeah, so it worked, and I was a voyeur for the pool balls in the butthole. Oh my God, what? You know what we should do? Oh no, I'm not putting pool balls up there. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> Oh, no, what we should do, so obviously we can't post stuff like that on Facebook. Yes. But we could go into FetLife and make a Drinks and Kinks FetLife profile <gasps> and use that as like our Facebook. Oh my God. We could post videos on there. You're a genius. We could, I'm just saying. Okay. So if anybody wants to follow us on social media, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to set up a FetLife profile sure for Drinks will. and Kinks. Yes. 
oh, I don't hate that. And it'll be, we can share pictures of what we're drinking. Yeah. We can share videos that I have sent poor bird that she has to watch. This is a great avenue for this. I think it's a brilliant. We, that's what we're going to do. I think yes. that's, I think that perfect. I'm looking for my phone like it's not right in front of my face. That is going to go under the homework assignment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the time we get together for our next episode, I will have finished reading 101 Kinky Things. And I will be starting. You said in, this like four episodes ago. I just want you to know that. I know. <laughs> but life got busy. <laughs> life got really busy. Holidays were rough. Holidays were stupid rough. I only have like 10 kinks to go. I'm on kink 90 now. Perfect. Which is facials. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Good times had by all. Good times. Um, Grant, what are your final thoughts? Oh. So my final thoughts. First of all, I have loved doing a series. It really sits super duper well with my type A personality. Everything is just happier that way in my world. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing more sets. Twosies, threesies. It's going to be brilliant. I'm open to trying some some new things. I don't know how I feel about cuckolding but or or being a stag, but that's not to say that it's impossible. That's not to say that I won't. I'm just curious to see how I would do with that. And I think I'm going to get a decent opportunity to try that here in a couple of days. Are you going to do the homework? The try this at home? Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe. Oh, I could. My God, if I tried everything in here at home, I'd have 303 experiments. (laughs) Literally <laughs> under my belt. It would be so much. That would be terrifying. Do it for the pod. <laughs> There's so much that we're doing for this stinking pod. Um, no, so I love that we're doing these series. I'm looking forward to the next round of series. And of course, obviously, the greatest part about this is that I get to do it all with Bird. Yes. She's the coolest. Thanks. Guys, we have so enjoyed having you here. We are a thousand percent looking forward to sharing the rest of this with you to just continue exploring and we want you to share your stories with us so shoot us an email we are at drinksandkinkspod at gmail.com you can also hit us up on our website called drinksandkinks.squarespace.com there's a space on there where you can send us an email it'll pop up in our gmail send us your stories do you like to be a cuck do you like to watch what do you like to watch in fact if you want to send us your favorite porns do it we would love to read about those maybe go do a little watching of our own we could be lawyers we we could be voyeurs <laughs> just for one day Anyway, we will see you guys on the next episode. Bye, guys. Kink responsibly. Kink responsibly. Bye. responsibly. I so like that.